your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Yo, what's good? Happy Monday. I am very excited to bring today's episode to you because this is something that I've been working on for a really long time. I've shared it with a few of my groups and I've been doing a series on my Instagram um, and it's called the seven archetypes of how you get shit done. So before we get into that, I want to know like who loves a good personality quiz. You give me one or say there's a new one, I'm probably going to take it because I want to know what I am. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with them. So Myers-Briggs, I actually retook it because I wanted to see, because I've changed a lot since the last time I took it. Um, And I know I've always considered myself an extrovert, but when I, a lot of the work that I've been doing lately has made me realize that I think I'm actually more introverted than I thought. So I took it and wouldn't you know it, instead of being ENFJ, I am INFJ. But there's also this, I think this is new because it says I'm an INFJA. I don't even know what that is. But if you're familiar with Myers-Briggs, that's what I am. So I'm an Enneagram 7 in human design, which is less of a personality test and more of like I think more in the astrology realm, at least in my opinion, um, it's not really like, yes, it's your personality, but it's more of just like you're, you were born that way. So in human design, I am a four, six ego manifester and Buzzfeed, what kind of bread are you? <laughs> and I, and I, I feel like I've always seen that and like memes or funny jokes. Um, so I felt like I had to do it. And I took the quiz just to be able to tell you, honestly, I got, I'm a vegan biscuit. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means, but that's what I got. So anyway, I started this new series on Instagram based off of this quiz that I worked on. And I tried to come up with a better name, but that's just what I came up with. Seven archetypes of how you get shit done. Because I've worked with people for a really long time. And and a lot of the things, I work with people in a lot of different areas. But one of the main things that I like to work with people on, or a lot of people come to me for, is habits, routines, systems, productivity, consistency, discipline. And so I've learned a lot and seen a lot of different ways that people get things done. What they tend to struggle with, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. And so... That's why I created the quiz. So I will put the quiz in the show notes if you'd like to take it. I'd love to know what you get. You're going to get an email after you take it. So make sure you check. Um, That will include um, some tips and tricks based off of which one you are, as well as a little um, Instagram story template that you can share if you'd like to. You don't have to, but you can. And so... I also started a new series on Instagram about it, kind of diving, just scratching the surface level of it, kind of like a put a finger down if this is you type of thing, but a little bit different. And I wanted to just scratch the surface essentially of these different um, archetypes, but I want to dive more and I want to see, I've gotten a few messages, but I'd love to know like if, if you find this interesting, helpful in some way, if you'd like me to dive more into um, what, like what to do with this information, right? So 
I want to kind of explain the the different archetypes and and um what you can do when you know because some of them might sound like oh I'm the procrastinator or I am um you know the overthinker how can that be a good thing but there are pros and cons to each there's not just one um that's like the best right so there is the chameleon which and I'm going to go through them but like the chameleon is I find the most rare cuz I would say like if you are a chameleon you probably have more benefits than the others but most people aren't the chameleon so that's just kind of how it is so the more the reason why I came out about this is not just like pointing out like oh you're an overthinker you're the procrastinator the more you know about how you tick the better you can set up yourself for success if you know your strengths and your weaknesses in terms of your productivity then you can set up your day your routine your business in a way that's actually going to help you be successful so um I want to share about the the seven different archetypes but I want to share some questions that can help you find out if a strategy might work for you. And so I want to really touch on this today, but it's something that I'm planning on going more into, you know, on my Instagram now that I kind of have this. I set it up as a guide tab on my Instagram that you can check out if you want to check out all the different ones because this is also helpful if you work with a team or you work with people, knowing how they work is going to help you help them. Just as with any other personality quiz. And I'm also thinking about it. Well, not thinking about, I am going to be including this in a project that I'm working on soon, but you'll hear about that eventually. So before we get into the different archetypes, I want to share, like I said, some questions that you can ask yourself that are going to help you figure out like if a strategy is going to work for you. So asking yourself things like number one, what is my current capacity to do work based on your mental health, your current life, state of events, trauma, all of these different things. Because for example, if you have chronic fatigue, you are not going to be able to keep up with somebody that is like the cheetah who can get a lot of things done. You might be the simple and slow. So, um, you know, asking when do I work best? Are you a night owl? Do you work better in the morning? And even just knowing this, regardless of your archetype can be really beneficial because you might see everybody waking up at 5 a.m. and crushing it. But if you're like me, hell no, I am not waking up. I used to wake up so early, so long working regular jobs. I refuse to wake up before 730, which I think is crazy to say out loud because I used to wake up so early. But I just I worked my ass off to get my business to where it is. So I don't have to wake up earlier than that. And I know I were I don't like to even start work usually until like around 11 after I done my workout. I might do a few things, but they're like usually pretty, pretty simple, like checking in um, with my clients on Voxer or anything like that. But anything that's going to take a lot of brain power, my brain does not want to work before 11. And it doesn't really like to work after 4 p.m. So just knowing when you work best is going to be beneficial. So some other questions, what do I like to do and not like to do when it comes to scheduling routine systems? Like, do you like to have a really structured and scheduled day or do you like to have more freedom? Do you like to plan out social media content or do you like to make it on the fly? Is that how your creativity works? So understanding that's going to be huge. Um, what are my strengths and weaknesses? Am I creative? creative or logic-based? What are the things that people say that I do like and why? What are the things that people share that I don't like and why? And then what are my goals in the next three to six months? So you can rewind that back if you need those questions, but those are just some things that can help you know yourself better. So again, this whole point is to understand how you tick so you can set yourself up for success. So let's dive into these archetypes. So there's the chameleon, 
which is, like I said, the most rare. Um, this is the kind of person that can make any strategy really work for them um, when it comes to like their systems. They like to change it up because they can be really go with the flow because the how they function really just depends on how the day is. Again, the idea of the chameleon being able to be really moldable and flexible. Um, and so, like I said, this is the most rare one because it's kind of the most go with the flow. And most of the, most of us are not necessarily the most go with the flow. Um, so that's kind of why, but so the strengths of the chameleon are that they are really good at trusting their instincts, um, and leaning into what feels good But their weaknesses is that sometimes you can try too many things because they all sound so good because you don't really have to stick to one. So, um, inconsistency can be an issue for you. So I really recommend, um, working on being more consistent and finding something that you can stick to, and then you're going to succeed by finding what speaks to you and being able to run with it. So, um, that's, like I said, the most rare. So I don't, I, I don't, haven't had anybody message me that said they've gotten the chameleon, but I'd really be interested to see if that, that would be you. So second is the overthinker. So this person is really passionate and caring. They always want to make sure that every decision is the right one. They don't kind of want to just like willy nilly. And this is in all areas of life. They're really particular about the kind of people they let into their lives, the kind of things they let into their life. So if you are this, you're the kind of person that really likes everything, but you can also hate everything at the same time. You have a really hard time bouncing back and forth between decisions. You, you're uh, you know, consistently afraid that you're going to make the wrong decision. So your strength is that you know how to be really analytical and look at all sides of something before you make a decision. But that leads to your weakness, which is that you waste a lot of time bouncing from thing to thing because you cannot settle on just one. So you're going to be able to succeed by working on trusting yourself more because deep down, you know the right answers, but you have to believe that first. And so I'm just going to, I'm just scratching the surface of these. I'm not going to dive heavier into this because I kind of want to see like what people think of this. And if you want me to, because I can, I might even make like a seven part series, like literally diving into each of these even more and like how you can help yourself. Um, but that's not what we're going to do today. We're going to, we're going to keep this short and sweet. So number three, which is me, the ADHDer. For these people, you are the creatives, you're the artists, you're the dreamers, the leaders, the entrepreneurs, and the ones with the big imagine imagination. Um, you have really great ideas, but you tend to get in your own way, not because your brain is broken, it's just different. So your strengths is that you can hyper-focus and crush a lot of work in a little amount of time, and you're so creative. Um, you have a lot of ideas, you want to try everything, but you your weakness is that you can struggle a lot with focus. It's it's so odd, right? Be ADHD either hyper-focus or not. Um, but you can struggle with staying on task. Time management is a constant battle. And you can hate the idea of like having any structure at all without feeling caged in. So it's this interesting dichotomy of like, I don't want too much structure, but I need structure to like actually succeed. So you're going to be able to succeed by knowing your distractions, what they are, working in smaller chunks and aiming for some structure, but leaving a little wiggle room for like creativity and spontaneity. Um, so number four, you are the type A. So you're the most focused of the group. You love planning, color coding. You cannot live without a schedule and you like really pride yourself in having your shit together. Your strength is that you're really organized and you know exactly what works for you. Like the issue of time management organization, not that that it is never an issue, but that's like the last thing on your radar. Your weakness is that you can be a little too hard on yourself and perfectionism is a really big factor for you. So these are for definitely for my perfectionists. Um, and I want to note too, with all of these, I've shared this a bit on my Instagram. 
there's going to be one that's kind of the overarching theme for you. But with this personality quiz that I created and just because of working with people, you could have a little bit of each of these in you. There might be some that like you definitely don't have any, but like the ADHD -er probably is going to have a little bit of the, of, of the, you know, type A in them at times or the um, overthinker is also going to uh, possibly be the um, type A as well or the procrastinator. So just know it kind of can depend on the day, but there's going to be the one that like really sticks out the most for you. Okay. So next is the procrastinator. So you might think that this might be similar to the ADHD -er because ADHD is, uh, you know, procrastination is our middle name, but this is just a little bit different because the procrastinators don't it's kind of like a Venn diagram where like, yes, ADHD people are going to procrastinate, but not everybody who has, who is the procrastinator is going to struggle or going to be creative or be the artist. It's going to be a little bit different. So procrastinators, avoidance and procrastination is kind of your middle name, but the strengths for you are that you like either are the life of the party or you are the like life of the relaxation party. Either way, it's really about like taking time for yourself. And so like, you know, either how to have fun or relax, you like to kind of choose up uh, you know, fun or partying or relaxation over work. It doesn't mean that you're not a hard worker, but like it's your, your mantra is essentially like, Oh, I can just like do it tomorrow. And you've gotten so good at doing that. Um, that you think that the pressure helps you get things done, which you're really good at it, right? But the thing you have to think about when you do that is the, and I talk to this with my clients a lot. If you are the procrastinator and you know you do that, you might in that 10, per, like let's say you're you know procrastinating on something for, for three months, a project, and you get it done like within the last week. That last week, you're crushing it. You feel accomplished. It's awesome. But the other 11 weeks, you are filled with stress and anxiety about the fact that you haven't started something yet, right? Or it's mulling over in the, in your head. You're thinking about it. It's hanging around in the back of your psyche and that creates stress. So my question for you or that I want to kind of present to you is, and the reason why I'm harping on this the most is because the procrastinator is the, is the most common answer that I've noticed from all the people that have taken the quiz. Um, but it, is it worth it to go through, you know, 90% of a project or a task stressed and anxious and beating yourself up at the fact that you haven't started or it's just sitting in the back of your brain on the back burner, like kind of taking up space to have like a 10% where you feel productive. Why not work towards that balance so you can have, um, you know, the, the normal amount of stress and anxiety, but get things done sooner than later. And it, and it, it comes down to practicing and creating a new habit that you do not procrastinate and also identifying why you procrastinate in the first place. I've talked about this a lot, but there's seven different reasons people procrastinate fear, failure, fear of success, all or nothing, thinking, perfectionism, caring about what people think and needing to know all the answers first. So you need to identify why that is. So then you can work on procrastination at the root, not just like get a better planner or target. Right? So um, your strengths for a procrastinator is that you can tend to put yourself first and know how to take time off, which can be a good thing, but it can lead to a lot of guilt and shame. So your weakness is that you always think you have more time than you do. You have a habit of tend a uh, habit of putting a lot of things on the back burner because again, you've just been doing it so long. You think that that's the case. So you're going to be able to succeed by creating bite-sized chunks and creating new habits that stop procrastination in its tracks. And like I said, also knowing why you procrastinate. So the last two simple and slow 
you are like, I like to call them the sloths, but in a good way. I know sloths might seem like a bad thing, but sloths are really cute and I love them. So you do not need to rush. You are very protective of your nervous system. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. You see the bigger picture. You're not necessarily here for the the short-term comforts. I mean, it may be occasionally, but you listen to yourself and your body first. You do not overwhelm yourself. Um, You like to keep things pretty simple and straightforward and your strength is that you have patience and can be in it for that long game. And you're definitely the most calm, cool, and collected of the seven. But your weakness is that you can sometimes move a little bit too slow and get too complacent, which later on you regret. So you're going to be able to succeed by following strategies that align with your speed, stick to avoiding overwhelm and and, and your love for simplicity. But um, make sure that you're still challenging yourself to like move forward in a way that's going to help you see success and not take so long to do everything unless you're okay with like taking a little bit more time. Um, but again, sometimes you're going to regret that. So anything that has too many steps or asks too much of your energy is just going to be a no-go for you. So the last one is the cheetah. You get shit done and you do it fast. You have zero time to waste. You are here to accomplish things. Like you are de- the definition of like, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. But like in terms of just productivity, um, you can definitely handle a lot on your plate, which is your strength. You love a good challenge and you can get a lot done in a little time. So being able to handle a lot of those things and understand new things quickly is really um, just something that it, you're you're just really great at. But the weaknesses is that you can struggle with patience. You're kind of the opposite of the simple and slow. You are the least patient of the group. Um, and you can say yes to a lot. You tend to people please. You put a lot of things on your plate. So you end up uh, burning yourself out more than any of the other types. So you're going to be able to succeed by, again, listening to your speed. Use your speed to your advantage and your capacity to your advantage. But you also need to practice being able to say no when you need to. Let me know what you think about these. I'm going to give you a really brief, because I have um, strategies that I think work for each type in different areas. So main strategy, morning routine strategy, social media strategy, um, but that's saved for, again, project I have coming up. So I kind of want to share a main strategy that works if you can use it as an umbrella term for each of the different strategies. But I'd love to know what you think of this and love to know what the quiz, what you got on the quiz. Message me on Instagram at the Tough Love Coach to let me know what you got. So strategies for the chameleon. Your strategy is pretty straightforward. Try anything. Just be consistent with them. That's the biggest thing. Um, Again, since a lot of different things work for you, you want to be able to stick to something and run with it. Um, And it doesn't mean you can't try things later on, but give yourself a decent amount of time before you try new strategies for morning routine, social media. Like again, you can use them all, but what's going to help you see success is by consistently using one. So for the overthinker, your main strategy is it's not about which choice is the right one for anything. Again, what strategy is the best? What system is the best? What routine is the best? What habits are the best? It's about trusting that no matter what you choose, it's going to be the best because you trusted yourself. So you want to test run things, um, but like pick it and test run it. Don't think about test running it. Pick it and test run it for extended period of time to see if it works and practice choosing without the input or advice of anyone else because overthinkers tend to try to take advice from a million other people before they start. So really practice just doing that within yourself. Number three, the adhd you need less structure and more room for creativity. The more you cage yourself in and put yourself into a box when it comes to like the habits and routines and the systems that you use, you're going to end up uh, consciously or unconsciously 
consciously having more resistance. So it doesn't mean you don't want to have any structure or any routine because you definitely need it, but it's about finding that middle ground and how that works for you. Um, also less distractions and a lot of simplicity. Uh, for the type A, you need structure and planning. So anything that is about organization, um, planning a way ahead of time, creating schedules and doing exactly because you're the one that knows yourself best. Uh, everybody knows themselves best, but like, you're really good at knowing what you like most and kind of sticking to that. Um, these are like my Virgos, even though I'm a Virgo, I'm ADHD or I'm also a little bit type A. Um, you, you know, what works and you want to run with it. The procrastinator. So simple, 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 simple. Simplicity is what you want you to be your new middle name. Avoidance has been your middle name. You want simplicity to be your new middle name. So the less room for overwhelm, the lower the chance of procrastinating. So you want to just keep everything really simple, digestible, small steps. Don't put a lot on your plate. For the simple and slow, go at your pace and do what feels good. Don't fall into comparison about other people moving faster than you are because everybody's going to be moving faster than you are. And that's okay because you do best moving slow, you know, not overwhelming yourself, not overwhelming your nervous system. You are really flexible. You're similar to the chameleon in the sense that like a lot of things work for you. You just need to do things at your speed. So just put all the things you do and try, just put them through the mold of simple and slow so it fits to you. And then lastly would be the cheetah. Um, your main strategy is going to be that, again, you can handle a lot and you can get a lot of things done without wasting time. So work to your capacity and don't let anyone slow you down. Again, kind of similar to the simple and slow, just on the opposite end of the spectrum. Don't compare yourself if you feel like you see other people slowing down and you feel like you don't want to. If you're feeling creative, if you feel like you want to take on a lot of projects and you're okay with that, you're not doing it from a place of workaholism, you're not doing it from a place of like trying to keep up with anybody or anything like that, go for it. Just find that balance of leaving room for breaks and relaxation. So I hope this was helpful. If you want more of this, you might want to keep an eye out because I could be possibly coming out with a course to help you structure your day and business based off of these seven different archetypes. Um, and I'd love to know if you do that. It wouldn't be necessarily a live group. It might be a course, but you know, people on the podcast are going to hear that first. Um, and if you want a deeper dive, even more deeper dive into this and you're kind of like me and you're really hands-on with things, uh, my one-on-one uh, coaching program recently just opened back up. So I have three spots available for um, calls plus access to me. I do Voxer, but it's just messaging, you know, Monday through Friday. And then I also have the option of just messaging only for people who like love, you know, calls are cool, but you kind of just want that place to be able to like get feedback, ask questions, get guidance, move through roadblocks. Um, those are open as well. So there's anywhere from three to 12 month options with those different things. There's a bunch of different options that you can choose from. We can work through, but that application will be in my bio. So you'll in the show notes, you'll find the link to the quiz and then the application for my one-on-one clients. My one-on-one clients, like I, I've, I, because I recently created this quiz, I'm now having my one-on-one clients take this because I really like to know one, I always have my one-on-one clients take a human design test because I want to know what your human design is because I work with one of my girls, Crystal, who's a human design coach. Um, and when you work with me, you automatically get a call with her and she types you, you have a whole call, you get this really cute PDF that she does with you. And she, she helps you understand your human design for your life and your business more. And then she gives me notes based off of that human design. And it helps me help you even more. And so now with that and this, this quiz, like I'm just going to be able to help you it's going to help me coach you even better, but it's going to help you know yourself. And this is why I love working with my one-on-one clients. So just know that that's available. So last thing, let's get into our TLAT. I'm going to keep it super simple this week. 
What did you get on the quiz? I want you to, I want to know. So I'll share the post, check my Instagram for it. Um, and then you'll see that. Oh, last thing before I let you go, I'm sharing about it on my Instagram, but I'm going to share it on the podcast. Um, podcast people here first, email people here second, Instagram people here last. So if you want to ever hear about things, also Instagram has been honestly been a bitch lately. Like it just straight up. I've been posting things and it's been getting like zero engagement for hours. Not like I'm saying like one or two likes, like zero views on my story, zero views on my post. Doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. I can't control the algorithm. So I'm really like putting a lot of time and energy into my podcast. I'm putting a lot of time and energy with my one-on-one -on -one clients, my tough love collective, my email. And so like, if you really want the goods, like that's where you want to be. Instagram's cool, but like Honestly, I'm starting to get to the point where it's pretty frustrating and I'm not giving up on it. I never will. But like, I'd rather put time and energy where people are actually going to see it, which is the podcast and email and with my, my clients. So what I want to share with you that I'm going to be sharing on my email and on my Instagram today is that I am holding my first retreat and I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Um, I, it's so insane because we've been working on this for a really long time, um, but it is going to be in August. Uh, I believe it's the second week of August. You can check the link for the details. It is going to be in the South of France and it is going to be seven or eight days and it is going to be amazing. There's only, I think 10 or 20 spots. So there's not that many. Um, and you can check the link to see like the different price points because you can either cheap way booker, uh, way booker, way cheaper than if you, if you room with someone else or you can room by yourself, but it saves you a lot of money if you room with someone else and flight is not included, but room, the, the room is included for all the nights. Um, some food is included, not all, and the excursions and adventures are included as well. So we are going to be doing things like, um, I'm going to be doing some like teaching and like speaking a bit within the retreat, but it's really just for us to like connect. Yes, it's a growth retreat, but it's going to be a lot about like having fun. We're going to go to a club one night. If you want to, of course, you don't have to go if that's not your thing. We're going to be doing a cooking class and you can see the itinerary when you click on the link. We're going to ride around in some vintage cars. Like it is just, I'm like blown away. I'm working with this company. Um, and you'll see all the information on there. They have helped me set up this retreat and, and they're going to have a language translator with us. I've been learning French for specifically for this retreat for the past like year. Um, but they have a language uh, interpreter with us. It's, it's I can't even explain. I'm going to have more details coming soon. So, um, but just check out the link. If you want to grab a spot now, um, everything needs to be booked by June so that you don't necessarily have till August. We, we want to make sure you grab a spot if you want to be a part of that. And if you have any questions at all about it, please feel free to send me a DM and we can chat about it. So anyway, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Peace out. Sending you mad love. XOXO, your tough love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get biweekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.